Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a global original podcast. Right, I'm going to nail this intro, mate. Yeah, well, so you, just, well, you should, yeah. Have you got your script there? I've got my script. Remember what we say? Ready to go. Yeah, yeah, lift it off the page. Lift off the page. Make it sound Ready? like you're not reading it. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up, we are going to be talking about interfering in-laws, plus we have a phone call confession about a dad lying to his parents, and JK's got more tech. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that. And more coming up on this week's episode of the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. You know, back to the tech thing. Te- technically, yeah. I haven't got actual tech. I've got news of tech that's coming up next week because you and I have to um, review said tech before we do tech feature. <laughs> so that's what we will be talking about later. But can I just say two very exciting products. Very exciting. <laughs> Very manly product. Very well. manly. Has, yours has arrived, hasn't it? It certainly has. One of mine's arrived. The other one hasn't. The, the delivery guy, he, he pulled up outside a house and I coincidentally was at the door, like just opened the door to put some rubbish out. And he said, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got delivery for you, mate. It's pretty big. <laughs> How big is <laughs> I was it? like, all oh, right. Honestly, it's, 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 it's not that big. This is what panics me now. So the, the, um, the, the other one is here. And we've also got one to give away. I know we're talking in riddles here, but you could potentially win something. Um, but it's, yeah, the box is quite big. And as you know, I have zero storage. We've had a loft conversion. I say we, it was it was here when we had the house. Oh, yeah, we so, know about your storage issues. I have none. I literally, all under all beds are now full. I mean, under the cupboard, I can't get anything else in. Um, Stop buying new tech. The <laughs> eaves are just full. Well, the, but I've got a bloody feature, which I've got to do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuses, excuses. Anyway, all that coming up. And yeah, as JK alluded to, there will be a little opportunity to win something yourself. But you need to listen to a little bit later on to find out what. JK, first question for you. Let's talk about Lego. Right. The other day, Jen, Ted's getting really into Lego, which I'm very happy about. Jen bought him a set off eBay, really good deal. Um, and it was like following the instructions. He said, can you build it? I said, yeah, I promise I'll build it tonight. So it'll be ready for you in the morning. I completely forgot until about quarter to midnight, then realized I don't want to let him down. So I got back out of bed, went downstairs and for the next hour built this Lego model, which right. I absolutely fucking loved doing. Now, hang on a second. Does this revolve around a certain Insta story that you put on your Instagram? Quite possibly, yeah. Is this the confession that you had to make to Jen? 
Yeah, it does. So let's do yeah. two confessions today. Let's start off with your right, first confession. Um, yeah. So yeah, let, let's just get straight into it. Um, two confessions today. Uh, the first confession from Al coming next. All right. Let's get my one out of the way. This is what happened. I was sat in the office and she was in town and I didn't have a mask. So I, I messaged Jen saying, oh, if you're in town, can you just drop a mask down from the car? And she said, oh, what do you want a mask for? Where are you going? I thought you were just working all day. And I said, oh, I'm going to go to the shop to look for handbags because uh, I was, I'd like to get you a present because oh, her handbag is just ridiculous. It's like the bloody TARDIS. You can't find anything in no, there ever. all handbags are. It doesn't matter what size handbag you get for your wife or your girlfriend or your partner. It doesn't matter. It's always... Well, maybe I'll just get her a wallet. It's always a TARDIS. <laughs> what you need to do is just give her a poo bag, all right? A dog poo right. bag, and you can't... And that's fine. You can't lose anything. The scented ones. The scented ones. Yeah, you can get those on Amazon Basics, right? Right. Anyway, so I was going... I said, oh, I'm going to go and look for handbags for you. Anyway, I was not going to buy a handbag or even look at handbags. I was going to buy myself a Lego set. <laughs> and that's because you did a Lego uh, set for... Um, for Ted, yeah, and which you I loved really it. enjoyed doing. Yeah, I don't care about the end model. I really, it was so therapeutic. It was, it was, and because it was late in the evening, it really helped me relax. Did you have some? It, did you have a beer at the same time or some wine? Uh, I didn't actually. I think I did have a cup of tea actually. I think I had a cup of tea and I just did Lego, bit of music on Lego before bed. It was absolutely sensational. And now I feel like a actual pull towards doing Lego every night. But I don't want to just make stuff up myself. I want to follow instructions. For me, uh, this sounds nice. This could be, you could actually do this um, uh, for the dad's net. You could have like dad's net nights where you just yeah. do Lego nights. Yeah, on, but on Zoom with each other. For me, I feel this is not Lego and beer. I feel that this is Lego and red wine. It just sounds a bit more classy. Mm, you're right. Maybe I, I would probably go for a Malbec. I think a yeah. nice Malbec would be good. It'd be, it'd be Duplo and beer. Yeah. Lego and red wine. <laughs> Lego and red wine, yeah. So what what would you what would you use that what would be the white wine one? Um oh. white wine would probably do I'd say that uh, No, I would say that would be train tracks. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Cuz after if you have enough white wine you become a witch in a, in a train wreck. So yeah, maybe that's <laughs> that, that's how it works. Yeah. Can maybe, I just maybe. one more but, thing based on this confession of yours? Yeah, um, I, I, it sounds fantastic. You've you've even made me think about doing Lego whilst drinking red wine. I mean, that sounds great. But poor bloody Jen, you've said you've gone out to get her a handbag because hers is crap, and yeah. now she's she actually knows that you went to go and get another Lego kit, and she's not yeah. she's not getting a, a handbag. No, she's not because Lego is very expensive. <laughs> I mean, and handbags aren't. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I spent all the money that was allocated to a handbag on Lego. What did you do? Did you do what David Beckham? Did you buy like the, the Hogwarts castle or something like that? Oh, uh, no. Do you know, it's just expensive stuff. No, there's one I'm eyeing up. It's the VW camper van. <laughs> and it honestly, it looks sweet as anything, but it's big. It's like 90 quid. The camper van obsession continues in yeah. Lego form. In Lego form. I can't escape it. Anyway, oh. that was my confession. And I did admit it to Jen on camera so she couldn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was fine. She was okay with it. Which I took to I took to mean, yes, go and buy as much Lego as you want. 
That's, that's what I understood from that conversation we had. I mean, this is fantastic. <laughs> right, there is another, oh. another confession on the way. This is a confession that um, I got during the radio show, and we couldn't actually play it out on air. Because I just, I don't know, I just felt that there might be a few complaints. Um, well, well, actually, no, I wanted to, to put it out. However, um, my producer, Martin, and my co-host, who is Kelly Brook, both agreed that I shouldn't put it out. So, unfortunately, I thought, well, what, what, what can I do with it? Then I thought, ah, yes, I know where we can play it. <laughs> Perfect. We'll do, we'll do it next. Oh, well, welcome back to the actual confessional now, not just me talking about my um, uh, marital confessions. Um, <laughs> um, we've got the embarrassing and the shameful and the, unfor- for- and the unforgivable stories of parenting at its very worst. But this week we have got a phone call from, uh, from JK's show that, we, that they weren't able to use on the radio show. So instead we can use it here. And I've heard a very quick clip and he does mention the police, right? So yeah. I'm excited yeah. to hear the confession. But first, if you want to send in your confession, you can do that at dadsnet.com forward slash confessions or on social media at the dadsnet or at JK Jason King. Get in touch if you would like to feature in an episode of the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. I don't think we've named this person, so we'll leave it at that. So the, the actual um, feature we were doing was what is the secret that you've been keeping for a long, long time? Now, the reason that this kind of resonates with me is when you can you remember back when we were sort of kids and you got a bit bored and sometimes you did stuff to to entertain yourself especially in this sort of 15 to 20 year old bracket you know we might have done random stuff for instance i may have been threatened to to be arrested when i decided that i would i wanted to take some pansies from exeter city center um you know you know just things that you do out of boredom can you can you imagine being in prison and someone saying what are you in for mate and you saying stealing pansies It was a like, like, but some murderer. He's like, you stole pansies. <laughs> you were bloody pansies. To, to be honest, with you, it was a WPC that, uh, that that saw us, and she had a good laugh with us in the end. But yeah, it was a, it was a little bit terrifying, Al. But but it's it's based on that. And when you hear this this confession, um, you know this secret that this guy has kept from his parents, which you'll hear in a moment, also revolves around his wedding day. You kind of go, I remember those days. I remember. Anyway, here is the confession. Take it away. Well, um, at the tender age of 17 at college, um, we got a little bored. There was about three of us. And so we photocopied some £5 notes, coloured them in um, for a laugh. They were pretty useless. We threw them in the bin. Unfortunately, one of the group thought it would be a good idea to try and use it and got arrested for using it. Um, Promptly gave my name as being part of the gang. Um, And so I got arrested and taken to the police station for questioning, which I denied because I was under the age of 18. My dad had to come with me and I denied it for about an hour of questioning. Um, My dad went for a break in the questioning and I said to the policeman, look, we made about five of them. They were absolutely rubbish. Um, I don't know why the lad even tried to use them, but I'm not going to admit that in front of my dad. You can question me for days and days and I'll deny it. So the policeman <laughs> said, right, okay. Then my dad came back into the room and he said, right, I'm happy that Simon had nothing to do with this. 
Although, if any more turn up, we will be knocking on your door to question him. Of course, there were none because they were rubbish. <laughs> so I turned around to my dad and said, told you I didn't have anything to do with it. You know, you were shouting and screaming at me, but I didn't do anything. Um, and I kept that secret for over 10 years um, until my wedding day, when my best man, who was one of the gang of three, um, introduced it into his best man's speech that um, I'd been involved in making £5 notes and I'd probably paid for the wedding um, by doing it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so, so these like these were just really, like, let's have a bit of really a Really shockingly a poor. I'm yeah. glad you said they shocking. Were, <laughs> sh- yeah, they were dreadfully bad um, and just basically deserved to go in the bin. They were. It was just a, 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 a boredom session at college and somebody thought it'd be a good idea we bid them but um, as I say this one lad thought it would be a good idea to try and use one promptly got arrested for using it okay do you, um, um, do, you, do, you, do you want to get your own back now do you want to name him after all these years uh, no I wouldn't dream of doing that no no not at all so he, he may well have been able to keep it a secret from everybody else but um, no my, <laughs> my, uh, my secret was, was out so it was what did your dad say well, you could see that my mum pulled the tablecloth over her head because um, the, the video of the best man's speech was a picture. Uh, I went pale um, and my dad's head turned round, um, similar to the exorcist when uh, the head <laughs> twisted round. Um, and he just glared at me and um, my bride was sort of like, what is he going on about? And um, I sort of had to explain a little bit later on off camera um, what what had actually happened. Um, but no, I, I think I got away with it because the the, the, the time had expired and I was a grown man um, by the time it was actually exposed. Simon, that is fantastic. All right, take care. Bye now. Bye. So, Simon, we can obviously name him because we named him there. Um I just, I love those wow. days. Those days where you just like, you were bored and you would just find something to do. What a story, though. And, and that, the police officer who, <laughs> who just went through that. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a story. Do we forgive him? Yes, definitely. I think <laughs> so good. Like, he's like, I don't care if the police know. No. I don't care if anyone knows. Just not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> the way that he like, literally says, look, I did it, but my dad can't know. He can't find yeah. out. Like, like, what? Yeah. So if you question me in front of him for the rest of my life, I'll deny it. (laughs) (laughs) That is genius. That's absolutely brilliant. Yes, absolutely forgiven from my point of view. That's quality. Um, if That's you funny. hey look, look this could be a new thing if you want to if you want to come on and do your confession if you actually want to come on and, t- and tell us then we're bang up for that I think I think this is a new thing we should be getting people on I think it's I love it yeah. I absolutely love yeah. it yeah. Oh dear. Well, yeah, if you've got a confession and you want to uh, ring us up and share it um, uh, live, then you certainly can do that. Um, don't forget to get in touch at the Dad's Net all across social media or dadsnet.com forward slash confessions. You can get in touch and let us know um, what you want to get off your chest there. Coming up next, we are going to be talking about what to do if you have interfering in-laws or perhaps more precise, toxic mother-in-laws. Oh, do we, do we want to go there? Well, I'm not going to go there personally, but oh, I've got right. some, some cool stuff to share. Why right, you say that. Uh, we'll do it next. <laughs> well,
Well, welcome back to the Dirty Man podcast. Now, we, um, over this season, um, our, the, the guy who works on this show, whose name is called Chris, uh, had twins in the summer. Um, and is now in the thick of having newborn twins, has been sharing some uh, some questions with us that he thinks we should cover um, over the course of this season. And so the question came from Chris, and it says this, Interfering in-laws. The most well-meaning intentions, intentions from in-laws and grandparents can in fact be more stress than help. Often grandparents on both sides of the family want to offer their experience of parenting as the absolute, when in reality there are many different ways to approach it. None of them are right or wrong. Already I've been corrected on how to hold my child, how I wash my child, how I feed my child, kissing my child, how I wash my child's clothes, the temperature of the milk and more. Every time the child cries, the in-law is there offering advice. Okay. I think that, it, I mean, it's notorious, isn't it? The I mean, I, do you know what? I think he's been very generous there by saying both parents and both sets of grandparents. But realistically, it is mother-in-laws, isn't it? Like father-in-laws, I think they're a bit more like, nah, take it or leave it. Like I'll pop in, hold the baby and then go home and sit in my armchair and smoke a pipe or whatever. <laughs> I think mother-in-laws, though, are the ones that are the, the, the issue. When there is an issue, I think it's with the mother-in-laws. Is that fair? Um, I'm going to say no, just so I can sit on the fence and not get a bollocking from any, 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 you know, from mother-in-laws. But no, no, I, look, I get it. I understand it. It's, it's a real tough call. And should I tell you what frustrates me most about this sort of situation? And that is that, okay, let's say said mother-in-law, um, you know, comes, you've, you've got home with, with your baby and mother-in-law comes over. And what, what I seem to think that the mother-in-law forgets is the last time she had a newborn was probably 30, 40 years ago, on average. You know what I mean? And now mm. when they come in, they go, yeah, well, when... But for, like, for me, if someone else asks me now what happened when Noah was born, I can't bloody remember. It was like yeah, exactly. it was like a whirlwind. I think I felt like I was hit like a train. I got yeah. no sleep. I remember that bit. And I remember getting home with, with Noah in the car seat. I couldn't actually get him out of the car because I didn't know how to work the car seat. And when we mm. did finally, we eventually just took him out of the car seat. And when we got in, you know, into the house, Charlie and I looked at each other and went, holy shit, there's now no what? nurse to help us. <laughs> what the bloody hell do we do here? You know, and that's what I remember. So is, is that how they remember it? You can't just come in 30, 40 years later and go, I know how to do this. I've got it all yeah, covered. Exactly. I remember it well. I'm Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. The amount of white wine that I've seen you drink on an evening, and if that is persistent, I don't think you can remember anything. That's a stereotype no, exactly. about mother-in-laws. But sure. And that's the thing that I can't get my head around. I can't remember 30, 40 years ago. How can you? Yeah, I struggled 30, 40 minutes ago. Exactly. Quite I'm like a goldfish. But but on the, and on the other side, what's your name? <laughs> I'm Al. Hi, Al. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> and also for Chris, in Chris's situation, he had, he obviously has twins. And I was talking to one of our previous guests uh, from season two, I think it was um, Alex Galbali, who who has triplets. Now he started. He was saying the other day that he started getting advice on how to raise triplets from a mother-in-law who's never had triplets. <laughs> 
So, all, all, and, I, and you know, I'm pretty sure that there are parallels and principles that you can apply to triplets. But what he was saying was that unless you have been in that situation, it's very difficult to offer advice on what you should do. And that's the beauty of um, places like Dadsnet, where you can connect with other dads who have twins or who have triplets um, or whatever. And I think that that is where those kinds of forums come into their own, rather than the mother-in-law who is trying to tell you what to do when all three kids are crying and all three are hungry at the same time and there's only two boobs and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, we've actually got some information here. There's, we're gonna, we've got 14 signs that you have a toxic mother-in-law. Now, with respect, I don't think you need... I think you, if you've got a toxic mother-in-law or a slash interfering mother-in-law, I think you know. Anyway, here are 14 signs just in case you are questioning it. Right. <laughs> Number one, that she's always right. She will never admit to being wrong and she will never apologise for anything. Is that mother-in-laws or just women generally? Well, that's a very it's a <laughs> sweeping statement. That I'll, I, think I'll take, I think I'll take that clip and use it for the promo. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Al says, uh, no. JK no. did not say this under any circumstances whatsoever. <laughs> disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. <laughs> Number two, that she is dismissive. She disregards you, your words, your attempts and your accomplishments. Number three, she'll never like you. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, from a personal point of view, my mother-in-law actually is so far away from everything you are saying. I'm not just saying it. You've met Di. Di is like the sweetest woman that there ever could be. If Uh, Di was a few years younger... Steady! I'll tell you you what. (laughs) She is a catch. I can say she's a catch, can't I? I can't. You can. All right, she's a catch. She's a catch. Um, number four, she's domineering. She expects you to please what? her or she'll, or she'll tell everyone what a rotten father-in-law, um, what, a, oh, what a rotten son-in-law you are. Don't say that she's domineering because in my head now, all I've got is them dressed in leather with devil horns and a tail. Don't do that to me. All right. Well, now I've got... Oh, no, I can't say that. No, stop it. <laughs> Leave it. Leave it. She's a catch. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Number five, she has control. I'm going to rattle through these. Number five, she has control issues. Number six, she's disrespectful. Number seven, she plays games. Number eight, she's fake. Number nine, she's narcissistic. Number 10, she plays dirty. Number 11, she holds the past. Oh, she holds onto the past. Number 12, she's two-faced. Also fake. Number 13, she doesn't care. Number 14, she'll never change. Wow. There you go. But there are some Someone's really got of... an issue with their mother-in-law, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, what this was person... The, who was the person that wrote it? <laughs> uh, Jason... Ah, thank you. She's a catch. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> um, but anyway, here's... Just to finish with as well, because obviously mother, dealing with mother-in-laws, like, we do love them dearly. Um, and, and like you say, I'm, I'm actually in a very fortunate position um, at the moment because uh, my mother-in-law is, is, is lovely. Um, but here are 10 dip. 10 dicks. Here are 10, <laughs> ten tips. <laughs> dicks. Oh, she's a catch. <laughs> Here are 10 tips for dealing with a with a with an interfering mother-in-law. Okay, number 1 is consider why she might be interfering in this way. Um, and I think that that's probably helpful because then you can understand how to counter it and how to approach. Number two is to avoid escalating conflict. So don't get like baited into an emotional reaction. Instead, adding fuel to her fire. So you want to sort of practice de-escalation techniques and conflict management. 
number three, remember that strong emotions make a bad situation worse. So I guess that's just kind of learning to detach, which is also, you know, when you're knackered, first few weeks of having a baby, that's all, you know, easier said than done. Mm. Uh, recognize and avoid triggers. You are the bigger person, the one who understands the larger picture. So use that perspective in your favor, in your favor. God, I can't speak. You can't, can you? (laughs) This one's really important. And I think goes beyond mother-in-laws and father-in-laws and in-laws. It actually goes to like friends, family and people coming around. Verbalize and enforce your boundaries. I think the one, one piece of advice that Jen and I had when we were expecting was that to be very strong. Like people will want to come round and see the baby and say congratulations or whatever, which is fine. But give them a time slot. Say come between yeah. five and six because at six o'clock we're going to have dinner. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like lay those boundaries down before they come. And I think that's that was really useful yeah, for definitely. us. I heard that, yeah. And also good. don't be afraid to say no. If someone says, can I come around this evening and you're both absolutely wiped out, just say no. And don't be afraid. Like you're not offending anyone. You're just tired. Um, don't pick fights, but stand up for yourself. And I think that's important because it, you, you need to set a precedent early, don't you? You know, if, if if they're saying this is how you hold the baby and actually you prefer to hold the baby in a different way, obviously still a safe way, stand up for it. Say, no, like that might be how you want to hold the baby. This is how I'm going to hold the baby. Yeah. Sorry. That's it. I've got, uh, tell me when you finish and I'll give you my final thought. All right. I've got four more really quick ones. Number one is enlist your partner's help. I think that is really good as well. Do it together because sometimes, you know, I'm not speaking about me and Jen specifically, but if, if I had a problem, then I would say to Jen, can we approach this with your parents? Not, just coming from me coming it as a team number eight insist on some physical distance as well like make sure that you have got those boundaries up uh number nine remember that she's probably not going to change <laughs> uh and number 10 don't take her don't take it as um like like dwelling on the negative parts of it like focus on the fact that she is helping with feeding or, or they are they are helping with the feeding and they are helping with settling and you know if you need to get out to the shops to get some more food they are happy to sit with the baby for um you know for half an hour so focus on those positive things that your in-laws can bring to the situation there you go final thought hit me jk okay my thought is wait look when you take said child to to give us a break you do what you want to do <laughs> They're out of my sight. You know, you can you can go back to the ways that you parented for that one hour or two hours that you've got them. Absolutely fine. But when they come back into our house, it's how we parent. And I think if you stick to that rule, you can't really go wrong. I agree with that. We, my mum always took that stance anyway. She, she was very good at saying, when he's with me, when I've got Ted... I am going to do things my way. Like, yeah, I'll stick to your routines, you know, to a degree because that doesn't, that otherwise it fucks up the whole night. Yeah. But I will do things my way. And, you know, if, 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 for example, if he doesn't eat his dinner, he doesn't have pudding. Yep. Whereas in our house, we'd still, we'd find an alternative. She's like, no, eat it or go hungry. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, but he's in her care. She'll sort it out. That's the way forward. I genuinely believe that I turned out like I did because of my time with my granddad. I don't think mm. I, I, my, you know, you know, my mum, I don't really see that much. My dad, my dad did what he could, but my dad was a very simple farmer. I learned everything. I learned manners. I learned socialization. I learned how, how to be, how to be, you know, in certain people's company. My granddad also, he 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 socialized me with people from the ages of 
30 to like 60. And I genuinely believe that the way that he handled me was how I've turned out right now. So yeah, mm. you know, in those sort of cir- circumstances, being with the grandparents, the mother-in-law, yeah. you know, is can be totally beneficial to our children. Absolutely. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Done and dusted. Cheers. Well, there you go. I hope that helps someone out there. Chris, I hope it helps you if, if no one else. Um, but don't forget to get in touch, share your experiences um, at the dad's net on social media or at JK Jason King. Um, now we need to decipher our mysterious tech intro. So, so JK, are you about to get some new tech? Yeah, but shh, don't tell your mum. I'll explain. So the, the reason that we're not doing any sort of tech review this week is because Al and I are about to review some tech um, in the next week or so, depending on yours has arrived, mine, yeah. one of mine has arrived, the other one hasn't. So let me explain. We're going to be um, we're going to be reviewing uh, a brand called Works and their rechargeable lawnmower. So we've yeah. both got mowers to to actually review. So this time you'll get a review on for, from both of us. So one of us may like it, one of us may not. You never know. Mm. And I've also um, I've also got to review a you know these ro- these robot lawnmowers. Yeah. You, you know you kind of look at them and go, do do I really want one though? Do I? You know I'm like tech. I want one anyway because it's tech and it yeah. looks fantastic. So um, yes. I've got the works WR147 Landroid, which is 1,000 square meters. <laughs> it's an absolute. Jeez. It is. Yeah. So it'll do your garden, no problem. It's a beast. <laughs> and yeah. and that one is here, but it's going to, I've got to get my head around it. It's got these yeah. accessories. It's got this ACS mode, which is basically, you can put like a sensor on it. It's like, you know, you know, you have car sensors, parking sensors. Yeah. It's like one that you can put this on it. It looks, oh, it looks good. amazing. So that's what we will be reviewing very soon. So if you're in the if you're in the market for a rechargeable lawnmower or one of these robotic lawnmowers, we've got two fantastic products from Works, uh, which we're going to review hopefully next week if I can get my head around it. Yeah, and I'm al- I'm always a bit skeptical about these battery powered power tools and machines you know i i, I kind of think well i don't know so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting but also jk we're giving one away aren't we we have a a landroid yeah the works wr147 we've got one to give away and it's got one of those accessories as well so um this is worth a lot of money it really is so yeah, yeah. we've got one of these to give away which we'll tell you all about next week so stay tuned for that well there you go the- that's a wrap on this week's episode. I'm sorry we haven't got any actual tech to review. I feel like I'm cheating you, but, you know, this is this is work in it's progress, coming. this one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just, like, laying down the foundations. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're just about to trim the lawn. <laughs> Literally. That's all we're about to do. <laughs> Trying to get it in before summer. That's what we need to do. Quit before the rain I know, comes. we do. Yeah. Oh, tell me about it. Um, anyway, for more information on parenting, or if you have something to share, then go to dadsnet.com. There's a little tab, Dad Podcast. Um, and you could even end up in an episode of Don't Tell Your Mum, make sure that you are following at the dad's net on social media um or at jk jason king on social media we also have a, a, a don't tell your mum pod instagram page which we don't do very much with but check it out yeah well you've really sold that to me um yeah, yeah. well the more people that are following it the more we'll do with it surely Al, i'm just looking at this robotic lawnmower it works with alexa oh I did, my alexa, alexa, alexa mow the lawn stop. alexa stop <laughs> <laughs>
Can you honestly say Alexa mow the lawn? Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, it works with Alexa. There you go. There you go. Anyway, sorry, I I got sidetracked with tech again there. Um, Have a fantastic week. Like Al said, download, subscribe, rate us. Don't forget about that as well if you want to get on with the confession. Um, Thank you very much for listening. And until next week, goodbye. New episode every Wednesday.